Welcome to the Blazes, episode 82. I'm your host, Alejandro Veda. Thank you for tuning in. This has been such a hard week for me and my family. You know, between evacuating family from the, the Creek Fire, we also had my grandfather pass away this weekend. Uh, this has been such a hard time for me uh, as as I record this episode away from home. You know, as I comfort my parents during this hard time, you know, my parents were there to to witness my grandfather's last breath and uh my mother and father, you know, took care of took care of him till till the last till last minute. You know, my grandfather was loved by all of his nieces, nephews and anybody that talked about him, I, I, I just know he left an imprint on everybody. And, you know, he, he has lived to see all of his kids and a, a lot of his grandkids grow to be adults. Uh, he left a legacy here. And he'll always be remembered as a giving man who put family first. Uh, my grandfather was a very special man who persevered. You know, I remember this one memory we talked about the other night with my mom. And, you know, he, uh, my mom insisted that he would make, uh, make us his style of tacos. You know, and she, she, she did this because she wanted all of her kids to know, uh, you know, something special about our grandfather. And, you know, he used so many different ingredients in those tacos. He used ketchup and a lot of different, like, condiments. But they were his style of tacos. Um, but when he made them for us, uh, you know, it really made me appreciate um, how how good they were. Um, you know, my dad, my dad had told me that, you know, he was... He loved to barbecue and, and, and eat outside. And now I see where, you know, me and my brother get that from, you know. And and also my dad, because my dad loves to cook outside. Um and you know, and then and that's why this week I was I wasn't I wasn't too sure if this podcast was gonna happen, you know. I I I, uh, I felt like I needed to take some time off, but at the same time I thought uh, let me just give you guys, you know, some of these memories that I that I had about my grandfather, and just, you know, let you guys know a little bit about him and a little about what I remember, you know, and what I remember, uh, my my latest, my my earliest memory would be with with my grandmother and him. He they they both would come over. Uh, they would bring you know Capri Suns. They'd bring fruits and. I just remember, you know, they, they would come almost every other weekend or every weekend to come see us. Um, I, I was really young when my grandmother passed, but uh, I still feel like I I I, uh, I remember her, and, and and not 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 that I can remember everything, but I just remember those thoughts of them coming over, bringing Capri Suns, a uh, bunch of fruit, you know. And I, I I know they loved they loved you know my family they love my mom my dad my, my brother my sister you know they uh, they're now watching over us uh, but it has been a tough time for for our family but throughout the week I also was able to uh, do a lot of things that uh, you know I, I I I I've been wanting to do I cooked about you know twenty pounds of meat. Uh, we started off with chicken uh, and Polish dogs. Then, you know, I, I, I wrapped up 
uh, my twin pack of uh, tri-tips uh, in foil and smoke them uh, for about an hour and 40 minutes at uh, 250 degrees. Then after uh, I unwrap the tri-tips and allow them to get smoked for another about 30 minutes. Then I threw on my, my favorite hot links. And if you ever go to Costco, they sell them uh, at Costco. They're called Evergood Hot Links. Uh, anybody that I cook these for, I got to tell you, they they say they're the best. And I honestly think they're the best. Um, they're, they, go, they go second to the San Jose Hot Links that I've talked about on the podcast. Um, but... These are these are links that I can get all the time, so I don't have to go out of town to go get these links. Uh, but like I said, you can get those at Costco, and you know it comes in a three pack, pretty reasonably priced, uh, but but definitely uh, a party hit. You know, I feel like anytime I make these these hot links, I have to make all three packs, and every time they're they're all devoured. Um, but when I finished uh, cooking those ribs, I I ended up. Uh, Doing some country style ribs, I actually uh, was marinating those ribs in the dry rub for about, I would say about thirty minutes. Um, then I put them on the fire uh, where where the offset where the where the coals are on one side and the and the and the heat's on the other. Uh, and I gotta tell you guys, this cookout was was amazing. I didn't think I had it in me. Um, I definitely didn't think I had enough wood to go that far. Uh, but but I got it done, you know, and uh, I haven't done something like that for a while. Uh, but definitely, you know, I want to keep I want to keep try to try to uh, unleash my skills, try to try to get out of my 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 box and and really cook some different types of meats too. Um, tr- the tri tip I got to say was probably one of the best tri tips I've cooked. Um, it's hard when it when it comes to a, a party or a lot of people because people like tri tip you know, medium well, which I do. I like it still pink, uh, but a lot of people like it, you know, cooked through. So I kind of had both, uh, on one tri-tip, I had a a little bit of pink, and then on the other tri-tip, I cooked a little uh, throughout, you know, but that was an amazing uh, experience. I never, like I said, I never cooked that much meat. So uh, knowing that I, I had that in me, I kind of learned something new about myself, and I really want to put myself in that position one more, one more uh, time. But this week, I was able to listen to a lot of new music. Uh, but the album I want to talk about this week is Detroit Two, which is Big Sean's fifth album. Uh, you know, Big Sean has been making hits since his early mixtape days, uh, when he dropped, you know, my introduction album, Finally Famous. Uh, then after his breakthrough, uh, he emerged as a top artist, which later, I, mean, I think, could credit his affiliation with uh, Kanye's good music. Uh, but this album was anticipated after uh, his last album, I Decided, which went pr- platinum. But he hasn't dropped anything new for a few years. Uh, and with this hiatus from hip-hop, it was long awaited with this new project, Detroit 2, uh, which is recreating his image and also his sound. Uh, my favorite songs off this project are Deep Reverence featuring Nipsey Hussle. And I think this is Nipsey Hussle's last studio recording ever. So this song definitely had to make make make, make my uh, my top songs on the album. Uh, my next song would be Body Language featuring Gene Aiko and Ty Dolla Sign. 
and if you don't know, Gina Aiko and uh, Big Sean were a little something back in the day. Um, and Ty Dolla Sign is definitely one of those R&B artists that I feel like, you know, takes some of these songs to the next level. Um, and the last song that I that I wanted to talk about is Still I Rise featuring Dom Kennedy. And I got to tell you, this album has a lot of many layers to it. Um, so if you're looking to take a chance, make sure you take a chance on this album. Um, I feel like Big Sean has really made a mark in the hip hop. Um, and I, and I don't know where he's placed, uh, due to the fact he hasn't came out with, uh, anything in the last couple of years, but neither has Kendrick. So it's hard to really say who's the top, who, you know, who's working hardest, uh, I, I just gotta, I just gotta go for, um, the content as, as it's put out. I, I don't, I don't go for, uh, oh, how many does he have? How many did he, uh, release this, this year? Uh, I really go off of what, what, what they drop at the time. Uh, and I feel this one has a lot of good content to it that we might be able to hold on to it, especially cause, cause, uh, Big Shot has, has all these different uh, collaborations, and when you look at the and you look at the the, the album, you're gonna see uh, a lot of uh, top names on the album. But this week, we're also able to watch a new Netflix uh, series called Chef's Table Barbecue, and in this series, we travel the world to see different variety of barbecues. Um, in this first episode, it was about an 80 year old smokemaster. Um, they call her Tootsie who at one time ran a smokehouse with her husband. And when her husband turned ill, uh, she had to sell it to take care of her husband. But once her husband died, the owner asked her to continue her smoking techniques. So they partnered up and created a new smokehouse in Texas. Uh, the second episode was about a city chef who uses open flames to cook some of the world's finest dishes. Uh, the third episode was about a famous pitmaster, Rodney Scott, who has been evolving his craft. And then the last episode was about uh, how Mayan culture uses barbecue to make one of their most famous meals called Conchonita Pibel, which is a slow-cooked hog. And if you're definitely a barbecue fan, make sure you watch this uh, series. And if... If you're even uh, interested in cooking shows, you know, uh, this thing will definitely satisfy you. But I'd like to start off the uh, podcast this week by talking about the wildfires here in the West Coast. Uh, the last past week has been very ominous outside. As the sun looks like a burning disc, the air looks almost like a foggy day, and the smell just reeks of ash. This has been, you know... Such a devastating, devastating tragedy that's been plaguing our West Coast right now. Fires from Washington, Oregon, and California have been blazing throughout the month. Uh, the death toll in those three states has reached 34, uh, and which has added two new victims that were ready to evacuate, but were misled by an error about it, about information of the blaze in the north in Northern California, which took lives of a couple of. A uh, 77-year-old woman and a 68-year-old man. Um, and just in California, there's been 25 lives lost uh, and scorched 3.3 acres or 3 million acres of land and has engulfed about 4,200 scru uh, structures. Uh, the closest fire to Fresno is the Creek Fire, 
which has displaced more than 27,000 people or 2,700 people and officials Wednesday said there's about 230,000 acres that have been burned and the fire is at an 18% containment. Now, at least 200 military uh, personnel will now help during this blaze. Uh, many are many people are in question when they can return from their evacuated uh, after being evacuated in fear of another follow-up blaze. And uh, firefighters are fighting so many fires right now that they're running out of resources. So I, I think uh, California right now has a total of 25 fires alone. Uh, you got to think all those resources are putting, be put out there. Uh, they still have to worry about, you know, uh, the city, the, the outskirts of town. Uh, this is such a crazy time to think that uh, there's that many firefighters right now fighting, you know, wildfires. 25 fires, um, you got to think, devastating to, to the ecosystem here in California. And this is just the beginning. I feel like, you know, uh, we're going to see a lot of a lot of uh, infernos like this in, in the upcoming years. And as Newsom came out and said that uh, California has has uh, has risen their temperatures by three degrees in the last year, um, it's really it's really frightening to see exactly how this is going to entail and what's going to really happen to us. But right now we're we're definitely on fire and 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 it's definitely hard to breathe for a lot of people. And I don't feel sorry for myself, but I feel sorry for the people that are being affected and the and the elderly that could can't get out of the evacuation or are are still in uh you know their houses right now. I couldn't imagine being elderly and having to you know be be in fear that my house is going to be burned down. So hopefully you know you keep those people in your prayers. Hopefully you keep those people on your mind. I know definitely they've been on my mind, and hopefully you know we could find some kind of break here, maybe a, some some rain, something to to help these firefighters fight these uh, these blazes. Next, I want to talk about BKR and DJ Envy's El Capo drop. Uh, we are back again with another BKR review. He has been hard at work trying to get this latest project. Um, uh, you know, his latest project wasn't his, shouldn't be his, I, I don't know how to say it. This new project wasn't going to be his new project. It, it should have been released uh, before COVID-19 or around COVID-19 happened. Uh, and, you know, it, it's now coming out now. So... I like the slower rollout for this for this project. Uh, I definitely think BKR has the knowledge to really know how to how to uh, how to lay out his uh, his uh, his plan for this uh, project. And definitely with the slower rollout, I feel like people are going to grasp to more of the new sound that he's having. And, you know, he's just been working the hardest ever, especially during this COVID-19 period. I mean, not ever, but especially during this COVID-19 period. He dropped his last EP. You may have noticed that I'm not all there myself. And I'm definitely ready to see this newest project become, you know, the next big thing for BKR. Um, I was able to get a rough listen already from being in the green room with Pop Jensen and uh, was able to to uh, 
attend one of his studio sessions. Uh, and I think BKR is not missed yet, you know, and, and, and I think he should take these chances until he does miss. Um, you know, you got to kick him out of the studio. That That's basically what, what it's going to take for, I think, BKR to slow down. Uh, definitely, I, I know he's taking this time right now uh, to full advantage, getting ready uh, to get back on stage or getting ready to 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 drop more uh, features. You know, he, I know he has plans to, to keep this movement going, and I feel like he's been doing such a great job with it. Um, I, I don't expect, you know, uh, this album to be um, maybe... I, I think Fresno's going to need to really let this one marinate with them for a while. So with their slow rollout, I feel like they're doing a good a good job to really give themselves a, a chance, you know, to get back into the swing of things. Because we don't really know when there's going to be concerts. We don't really know when shows are going to start popping back up. So, you know, the more material I think BKR is using, I think the, the more he's going to be able to uh, use once uh, we're able to, you know, get back into concerts and, and, and shows. Because that's where he definitely excels. He's definitely good. I, I mean, I love his all of his work that he's done, but uh, to me, his best work is definitely done on the stage. Um, and if you have not seen the BKR show, uh, hopefully soon we can we can get that going again and and get him on stage and 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 uh, definitely, you know, I can't wait to actually listen to this new uh, project um, at a show or whatnot. And this week, the NCAA has issued a late start to their season for basketball. Uh, November 15th will be the first game of the season, but Fresno State still has to get the okay for Fresno County. Um, And they need to be informed on how Fresno State expects their season to look like. Uh, Fresno State and Mountain West has not scheduled any games yet. Uh, The college season looks to be a bit shorter. Uh, I know... For men, they, they say 24 to 25 games with three showcase games. And I think it was 25 or 24 games for the women. And I'm not too sure if they're able to, to do any showcase games. Um, but it, it's a, it's great that, you know, uh, the NCAA is going to start the season, um, practice would start October 14th and everything goes smoothly. So we're hoping, you know, for a season. I, I want to see uh, more women basketball. Uh, you know, I, I, I like the women's right now. Uh, I feel like they have a team that can really produce uh, at least a, a NCAA tournament uh, bid, you know. Uh, they were really close last year, so I hope that they, they really uh, get back to it. Uh, I know sports everywhere are is getting hard to really uh, focus it, it on a on a date, you know, to really implement uh, a safe season, and that goes for college, that goes for high school, and definitely we see it in the pros right now. And talk about you know, uh, basically taking the chance. The Giants are back in action, you know, after getting the coronavirus, uh, they had to postpone a lot of action due to uh, negative results. Uh, the, the Giants are back at back at it tonight, uh, facing Mariners. 
Uh, they'll play the A's Friday through Sunday, and they'll also face the Rockies over the week. Uh, and the Dodgers, the Dodgers clinched first playoff spot in the MLB as they uh, as they defeated uh, the Padres the, over the week. Uh, but this week they play at uh, Rockies starting today and will play until Monday. Then they'll face the A's on Tuesday and uh, won't won't uh, they'll play the A's Tuesday through Thursday. So they'll be playing uh, the A's throughout the week. And I, I'm seeing a lot of uh, baseball, I guess, news right now saying that uh, they have already found a spot for um, basically playoffs um, to have a bubble like a bubble. A playoff, I guess. Play playoff playoffs, I guess. Um, they're they're gonna they're gonna have it in Arlington, the new uh, Rangers uh, stadium. So it's kind of it's kind of cool that uh, they're implementing this kind of uh, NBA style of bubble play. Uh, but I feel like they should have already implemented it. I think they should have been playing in a bubble already. They should have not been traveling. They should have not been, you know. Um, just relying on these players to really take protocol serious, uh, especially as you see, as many of these teams have already, you know, con contacted uh, coronavirus. It's just scary, you know. And that's that. I just think they're taking more chances than more precautions. So hopefully, you know, uh, now that the the uh, playoffs are about to start for the MLB, uh, we'll start seeing a little bit less of the coronavirus. Um, and now. NFL, I got to tell you guys, first week of the NFL, there was so much excitement. Tom Brady loses his first game versus the Saints. The Niners lose to a good Cardinals team. My Falcons had no answers to try to stop Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Just week one matchups are in the books. Now it's time to see uh, this week's matchups. And Thursday, which is today, Browns versus Bengals. Sunday, Rams versus Eagles, Broncos, Broncos versus Steelers, Niners versus Jets, Patriots versus Seahawks, Falcons versus Cowboys, and then on Monday, Saints versus Raiders. Um, I'm not, I'm not gonna go out and say all the matchups. I'm just gonna go say the matchups that I think people are fans of on the podcast. So make sure. You guys let me know exactly who you guys are rooting for. I want to get every team's kind of breakdown for you, let you know exactly what's, what, what's to expect for the for the upcoming week. Um, I, I, I see it as, you know, every everybody has has a team. So let me know. Let's 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 get it. Let's get that in and uh, let's get your team actually getting pumped up for for uh, football Sundays. But now the NBA, Lakers beat Rockets three to one. Clippers lose to the Nuggets four to three after leading three one. Heat are now one and zero versus the Celtics after eliminating Giannis and the Bucks. So I think basketball right now is definitely <laughs> exciting. Um, Let's just talk about the the Clippers versus the Nuggets and what that means. Um, with with Kawhi and 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 Paul George, um, supposing supposed to be the best duo on the court, and seeing that they they got taken out by 
uh, Jokic and Jamal Murray. I mean, you know, these guys are are very good, but they're not superstars like Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. So to me, it just shows you that the Nuggets had a lot better team. Um, they definitely have a better bench. Uh, they definitely had a better coach. Um, I felt like throughout the playoffs, um, seeing that the Nuggets, you know, they trailed 3-1 throughout every every um, series, I feel like this is going to be the toughest matchup for the Lakers as uh, they could, you know, impose their will in, inside um inside the paint, but also uh, shoot the three ball. Uh, the Lakers are going to have a hard time, you know, guarding uh, Jamal Murray. And I feel like uh, our strengths are going to be, honestly, uh, block shots and, and, and our defense. But I, 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 I don't know exactly if I could say this is going to be a sweep or if I exactly know how many games the Lakers will win. But I feel like this is going to be a matchup better than the Clippers versus Lakers, and I was kind of happy to, to 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 really see the truth. I mean, when you're up three one and you lose the series, you can't really you can't really say you know uh, you don't have any excuse. I would say you would you you can only answer to the best. So you you would have to beat the Nuggets, go to the Western Conference Finals, beat the Lakers to be the best. And right now it just it, it didn't show, and, and it and it really didn't show throughout. Uh, the bubble uh, rounds either. Um, but the biggest, I think, upset was uh, the Miami Heat beating the, the Milwaukee Bucks. And now the Miami Heat are up 1-0 against the Celtics. It's going to be a good series. I hope you guys are paying attention to the NBA uh, playoffs. Definitely a, a whole different type of animal this year. The the bubble really uh, turned, turned the NBA to something uh I feel like like a reality show that you want to watch. Uh, so make sure you guys are keeping track of uh, the NBA playoffs. Make sure uh, you let me know exactly who you guys are going for. Uh, and now for my favorite segment, and that's Beer of the Week. And this week I wanted to do a beer that me and my dad shared when, uh, when I got into town uh, in San Diego. And it's called Beach Retreat. It's a pizza port and beachwood collaboration out of San Diego, California. It drinks at a 7.2 ABV, is brewed with Citra, Strata, Idaho 7, and Mandarina Bavaria hops. And I got to tell you guys, I am a big pizza port fan. And you guys know this, I'm, I will review any pizza port beer, really. Uh, so I really wanted to get my hands on this beach retreat. And I saw it uh, actually being dropped at Fresno weeks ago. Um, couldn't find it on the shelves. And I, I don't know if people were just buying the heck out of it, but I could not find it on the shelves. But once I got here to San Diego, went to Crisp, uh, a local store, saw it right on the right, right, right in the in the fridge. I already knew I had to try it. Um, I, and I, I gotta tell you, this this beer was was awesome. And both Pizza Port and Beachwood make an amazing West Coast-style IPA. And this one does not leave anybody out. I mean, Pizza Port and Beachwood really put a hit on this beer. Uh, like I said, it was it, it was something that really uh, was offered in Fresno, but, but couldn't really find uh, much of it in Fresno. 
And this beer in the in the front end had a lot of tropical and and citrus, uh, almost like orange peel and pineapple. Um, and then the back end was really nice. It, it wasn't too malty. Uh, had like a nice subtle notes of uh, of like biscuits. Uh, dry. It was nice and dry. And then it didn't leave too much uh, hot notes at the end. And I, I got to tell you, this this beer was definitely a drinker. You could you could definitely drink more than you know a three a three or four of these. Uh, but at seven point two percent, I don't say that's a good idea. Uh, but after you know one or two, you make that decision yourself. Uh, but definitely. If you see this beer, make sure you try it. I don't know if you guys will find it in, in Fresno still, but uh, definitely here in, in the markets in, in, in San Diego. And, you know, that's why I kind of like San Diego is is because you can still find a lot of, uh, you know, their distributed beers here. And um, this was something that I definitely was uh, trying to find in Fresno and could, couldn't find it. But luckily I was able to try it. Definitely... Uh, I would rate this beer probably a 4.25. Um, I just think Pizza Pour and Beachwood cannot go wrong. So make sure you guys, if you find any Pizza Pour beers, make sure you try them. Any Beachwood beers, make sure you try them. I just want to thank you guys for you know tuning in this week. This has been a tough podcast for me. Uh, just want you to know that I love every one of you. And, and if you guys need anything... F- Make sure you guys uh, connect with me. Make sure you guys uh, are, are sharing this podcast. Make sure you guys let people know that you can find this podcast every Thursday. Uh, and I definitely know it's a hard thing to, to keep track of a, of a podcast that has, um, you know, content every week. But make sure you just got, you guys just give it, you know, a listen. Make sure you guys check out the, the fan page on Facebook. Uh, let me know exactly what you guys think about the podcast. I'm Alejandro Oveda, uh, signing off episode 82.